Welcome everyone to the Slash Tuck Podcast, a quick trip through history where we try to learn something new. Because at the very least, conversation starters are the fucking best. And after this, you're going to have more than a few new ones. History hasn't always been pretty, but at least we can still learn from it. So let's all take a break, take this trip through history together, and learn something we didn't know before. You thought warfare was brutal today? You thought getting shot or blown up was bad enough? Well, let's take a journey back to 9 AD into the forests of Germany to learn how three Roman legions get absolutely annihilated, put to the German axe. And it's holy shit, I'm glad I don't live in this time edition of the Slash Duck Podcast. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I wonder, where do these authors get their ideas for like Game of Thrones or other really murdery shows? Well, it's events like, like this in history where they get those little brain nuggets, their little idea sparks, if you will. So today, we're going to be taking a look at the life of Arminius himself, leading up to the Battle of Teutoburg Forest, all the key players in that battle, and a brief history on those people. And finally, what happened at the Battle of Teutoburg Forest, and what happened afterwards. So join me in a short ride through history, and we'll see if Arminius really did have an axe to grind. A little dad joke there. So, Arminius was the oldest son of a Germanic... Uh, tribe chief who gave up both Arminius and his younger brother in order to, uh, to secure a peace with Rome. So Rome had uh, come in under uh, Julius Caesar to kind of fuck up Germany or, you know, the Germanic peoples. And after years of fighting, they're like, you know what? We want some peace. So here's my sons. Let's cool the fucking jets. Uh, both Arminius and his younger brother would be raised essentially as Romans. They would be taught how to fight and eventually they would fight in the legions of Rome after a few years, uh, a few years, a few battles fought and won, Arminius was sent to the Rhine to serve under Governor Publius. Under the governor, Arminius would command the German auxiliary. He would also be kind of a, a middleman, if you would, between the German nobility and Publius. And through some hush-hush backhanded dealings, he'd also become the leader of a German tribal force hell-bent on wiping Rome from Germania Magna. Uh, Publius Verus is the other key figure in this story. Uh, he was from a well-to-do uh, Roman family. His father, Sextus Verus, actually committed suicide on the battlefield when Mark Antony and Octavian were wiping all the Republicans off the face of, off the face of the planet. And no, not Republicans like fucking Democrats and Republicans, different kind of Republicans. Uh, but this is a key thing. Remember this: his father, Publius's father, Sextus, committed suicide on the battlefield rather than being captured. Publius rose to power by befriending Augustus, who would later become emperor. At one point, he is the governor of Syria, which at the time was one of Rome's most important provinces. So he's definitely not like a, a low-tier, even a mid-tier, like, aristocrat. Like, he's he's up there. Like, he's top-notch. He's one of these guys that, you know, he can, he can help reshape Rome if he so chooses. Uh, after more bottles, bottles, after more battles fought and won in Syria, Publius, uh, Publius returned to Rome. And when he gets to Rome, shit is popping off. Augustus, the emperor, had named his two grandsons his successors. Well, these two shitbirds thought it'd be a great fucking idea, like a choice idea, to up and die within two years of one another, requiring Augustus to bring back Tiberius, who basically was just like, fuck all you guys, I'm going to Rhodes. He brought back Tiberius and was like, hey man, like, can, you want to be my successor? Like, I know like, we ain't the chillest, but we... You could be my successor, man. Like, it's cool. And when Tiberius came back from Rhodes, uh, Publius was given governorship of Germania. 
And when he got this post, he just made it rain, like, all over the place. He was just like, we're here, we got this shit, we're fucking making money moves. So he just started throwing money at everybody. It was insane. Well, these are the, these are the two key characters that, uh, you know, fight. Not necessarily fight, but these are two key characters that uh, ignite the Battle of the Tuberg Forest. So the battle itself, like the lead up to the Battle of the Tuberg Forest is a long and complicated one. Uh, I mean, it goes all the way back to when Rome first started fucking with Germany. Uh, Germans don't forget. I mean, it's, it's just one of their qualities. They make really good furniture, really good engineering, and they hold fucking grudges. Yeah, and like after like years of fighting one another, uh, there there was a key a key thing that happened to Rome that kind of like made them shit their pants. A Roman legion lost its Aquila, or its eagle standard, and to the Roman legions, these standards were like their gods. Like they embodied what it meant to be Rome. They embodied the Roman spirit. Like their whole thought process was wherever this standard goes, so does Rome. So. In losing that Aquila, that standard, like, it was a huge disgrace. Like, it was f super bad for Rome, right? Uh, so Rome loses the Aquila, and they were like, boys, boys, I know, I know it's just a golden bird, but, I mean, it's the spirit of Rome, guys, and we can't have these fucking dirty barbarian heathens just running around the woods doing God knows what to our bird. We're getting our fucking eagles back, boys. We're doing it. So yeah, there's been a long history of conflict between Rome and the German factions that would eventually lead to the Battle of uh, Teutoburg Forest. Arminius himself uh, acted as a messenger between Publius and the Germanic tribes while under the command of Publius. And because of this, he was kind of able to see the thoughts of rebellion and be like, Hey guys, this tribe over here said if you're down, they're down. And then that tribe over there said if you two are down, they're down. And then these other, like, 15 tribes are like, you know what? Like, I don't want to, but if, like, all y'all are down, then I'm, I'm down. You know what I mean? So let's all be down together and kill some fucking Romans. Uh, yeah, and then by feeding Publius false information about a rebellion, Arminius was actually able to lure him out into a favorable, favorable position for the eventual, uh, eventual ambush and battle uh, that we know as Tudorick Forest. So after Arminius feeds Publius the false information... Publius starts calling in all his defensive forces. He's just like, all right, guys, we're not defending shit anymore. We're going on the attack. Fuck these German tribes. They think they're going to fuck with us? Not today. Plot twist. Arminius's father-in-law, another uh, German tribal chief, was like, hey, Publius, Arminius is fucking with you. He's going to kill you. You should not You should not do this. You should not. Like, don't go anywhere. Stay where you're at. It's a trap. It's a trap. Uh, but Publius is like, nah, dude, you know what you're talking about. Arminius is a stand-up guy. Like, he's the coolest. He wouldn't do that shit. So they get all their forces together. They set out on a march. And on the first day of the march, Arminius and his boys go up to Publius. And they're like, hey, man, so we need to ride out ahead so we can go get our German allies. They need to know we're coming. They need to know what to do so we can fuck up the, the rebellion. And Publius is like, dude, that's a great idea. Like, I can't think of a better thing for you to be doing right now. That is not suspicious in any way. So, uh, towards the end of the last day, the Romans build a camp, uh, they, you know, chill out, take their breaks and all that stuff, and Arminius and his rebels were busy setting up the ambushes that would ultimately lead to the complete annihilation of three full Roman legions. So we've heard the term Roman legion a few times so far, and we're going to hear it a few more until, uh, throughout the rest of the episode. So let's get a quick breakdown as to what a legion actually is. 
Uh, a Roman legion is uh, made up of about 5,500 men, and each legion was broken down into 10 cohorts, which were just smaller units that could function by themselves or within the group as a whole. The first cohort was the largest of the 10, and the other nine were all similar in size. The first cohort had all your blacksmiths, builders, and profession stuff like that. And then the centurion of the first cohort, centurion being like the uh, non-commissioned officer leader of the cohort, uh, or it's like salty sergeant, if you would. The centurion of the first cohort was like the top-ranking centurion of the entire legion. He was known as the Primus Pilus, or the first spear. Arminius and his rebels wiped out three legions. Three of them. For context, the entire Roman army only had about 30 legions. So in one series of battles, the Germanic tribes took out about 10% of the Roman military power on the planet. It's, pr it's pretty impressive if you think about it. And so it begins. The Battle of Teutoburg Forest. After waking up from a night's camp, Publius Varius puts his legions to march, thinking Arminius will soon return with their German allies. And Arminius did return, also with a lot of Germans. But unfortunately for Varus and his legions, these Germans only wanted one thing, and that was blood. Lots and lots of Roman blood. And according to most sources, they spilled a lot of it. So the area that this battle took place, Tudorburg Forest, obviously it's heavy, heavily wooded, it's fucking the Tudorburg Forest. Leading up to the battle, there were days of just torrential rainfall, so it was also super fucking muddy which played better into the German hands because it made it harder for the Roman legions to move around and create their defensive positions when they came under attack. The Germans had entrenched themselves on the sides of the hill that was overlooking the path the Roman legions were taking. And in doing so, they were able to launch javelins, shoot arrows, throw rocks, like whatever they could do, they were doing it, just throwing it down on top of the Romans. And then the super crazy bastards were just like, fuck it, and took off down the hill with the Romans to fight legionaries or legionaries hand to hand because you know Germans they're all sane because of the positions the Romans were caught in they were not able to mount a very strong defense so a large portion of the uh, Roman forces were actually lost on the first day seeing the just absolute devastation and understanding that Arminius had betrayed him Publius took his remaining legions and retreated after they got some separation from the uh, the crazy blood-hungry Germans, they set up camp for the night, uh, for a night of like, holy shit, I'm gonna get murdered and skull-fucked by crazy Germans running through the woods. I'm 100% sure they did not sleep great that night. With images of axe murderers running through the forests for them? I mean, would you sleep good? I know I fucking wouldn't. But they get up the next morning and it's just more murder and mayhem along the way. While Arminius is chasing them, he's actually running into other German tribes Seeing what's going on, these other German tribes are like, dude, fuck yes, I want to kill some Romans. So as he's chasing the Romans across the countryside, his force is actually getting bigger. So it's like the worst possible thing the Roman, like, to happen for the Romans. Because, you know, you would think as you're getting chased, like, oh, okay, they'll leave us alone eventually. No, nah, they're just getting more fresh dudes that just want you dead. Uh, eventually, after a few more days, Varys and his officers finally realize, hey guys, we're probably not going to make it out of this one alive. So they decided it was a better idea to just kill themselves, just fucking straight, rather than getting captured by Germans and Arminius. Remember earlier when I said to remember that 
Publius's father had killed himself on the battlefield rather than being captured. Like father, like son. I mean, but could you fucking blame him, though? Imagine. Imagine what was going through your head as a Roman leader. You pissed off so many Germans. Like, they were all cool with the last guy because he was very diplomatic. And then you come in and you start taxing the fuck out of everybody, pissing them off so much. They're like, you know what? Rome was cool, kind of. Now Rome's a bunch of fuckheads and we're going to kill all you. Like, the last thing you have to be thinking as you're sliding your sword into your chest is, man, Rome was mad when they lost one, one eagle. Now they're losing three legions. This one's going to suck. Ha! Like, wow. That's not a good legacy to leave behind there, bud. Uh, so after Arminius and his German rebels completely annihilated Publius and his Roman legions, Rome was fucking shooketh. They thought they were hot shit and couldn't be touched because of all the victories, all the wars, all the conquests, all the campaigns that they had won. And Arminius just climbed up shit mountain and Sparta kicked them right off the fucking top. Emperor Augustus, according to his uh, historian at the time, went months without shaving his hair or beard as a sign of mourning. Because at the time, it was tradition in the Roman religion uh, to mourn in this fashion. Also, according to that source, Emperor Augustus would just scream, Quintilius Varus, give me back my legions! That's got to be terrifying to, to hear as some fucking crazy homeless-looking dudes pacing the halls. Uh, as for Arminius himself, he went on to try to unify the German tribes and become king. And they weren't fucking having it. They're like, look, guy, we're cool with uh, we're cool with helping out killing some Romans. You think we're going to put a shiny hat on your head and call you king? You're out of your damn mind. Uh, so yeah, more war and bloodshed with Arminius because he fought other German tribes because they, you know, were fuckheads. But that's a whole other episode for itself. For the next few years, Rome left the Germanic tribes east of the Rhine alone until a Roman commander named Germanicus decided, huh, I should probably go find Publius and his legions and at least bury them, you know, be, it'd be good. They don't need to just be rotting out there. So he marches his armies all the way across Germany. I'm sure this dude was pissed and I'm sure he did a lot of fucking murdering along the way. I almost guarantee you, any Germanic tribe that got in his way, he was just like, dead, 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 dead. And I'm sure there are more than a few of those. Uh, but yeah, that wraps up today's tale of Arminius and the Battle of Tudorburg Forest. I hope you enjoyed this little dip into history. These episodes are by no means intended to be full-on, crazy, detailed dives in these events. They're more just like icing on top of the cake. Or Olive Garden breadsticks. They're there to pique your interest. If you want to explore more of these topics on your own, that's amazing. If I can get more people to learn about history, because there's so many crazy things that happened, then this little project of mine I will call a success. So until next time, remember, don't get stuck.